Welcome to Pompey Talk, the news podcast. I'm Jordan Cross, joined on this week's show by Head of Sport Mark McMahon and sports writer Will Rooney to bring you all the latest from Fratton Park. On this week's podcast, we reflect on the late, late drama against Exeter and a Wembley return and ask what will it be like at the home of football on April the 5th when Pompey face Salford City. There's that fixture congestion and the fears from the cup successes and what that will do for Pompey's season, picked up on by Mark Catlin, Chief Executive at Portsmouth.co.uk today. Joey Barton, we catch up with our old friend, the Fleetwood manager, again this weekend and preview the match against his informed side. And there's always space for Brett Pittman as uh, our sports desk guys report back from Pompey's Presser at the Rocco training base today where Pittman again was on the agenda. And cut money, money, money. Blues to net £1.5 million from cash boost from cup success. We look at how that money can impact Pompey as they boost their coffers with a healthy return. Give us a listen, let us know your thoughts and keep your finger on the PO4 polls at portsmouth.co.uk. You're right, well, afternoon, yeah. What's got his name you? then? I, know, I, know. I was going to give him a big build up, but then I thought, oh, that's all needs a big build up. It's be very much an anti climax. Yeah. <laughs> um, where do we start? Exeter. You were there well on Tuesday mm. night. Did you honestly think Pompey were going to come out 3 2 winners? Absolutely not. No, I mean, you looked at the two teams and the team she's came out and you thought this is going to be a routine win for Pompey because I think Exeter had three, four players who weren't even on the Pompey programme because they'd been out on loan, to be honest with you. So that was a, that was a big careful. And, but he made hard work of it, didn't he, Pompey, as ever. Taking up the match report towards the end was, uh, was good fun. Certainly Neil Allen's yeah. match report didn't come into quite late. It didn't. It's understandable why. Understandable why. Changing and writing and adding to it. It was good fun, wasn't it? It was brilliant. And for, for the competition being much maligned, I mean, everyone loved it, didn't he? There was 14,000 in there. It'd be long living in memory, that yeah. game. Yeah. Jordy, as a, as a journalist recovering those types of games, though, though such late drama, do you oh. <laughs> give um, the readers a bit of an insight oh, into how difficult I that guess is? They, they don't, we're not comprehend because, you know, from a supporter, you're there for the, the, for the spectacle, but obviously with our workload, uh, when you have the late goals, it then leads to a rewrite of uh, of your copy, which is a bit difficult with with the the, the digital demands and print demands yeah. and Twitter and all the various mediums that we have now. But so if it goes one way, it's a late consolation. It's not too bad. But then if it changes the result to a draw <laughs> or then to a win, yeah. yeah, or there's more than one late goal, <laughs> it then gets a little bit tetchy. Um, and tricky, and as you say, rightly say, Neil's, Neil's match report was uh, was a little late as he kind of soaked up, but um, well done because it, it encapsulated the drama. But it can, it's probably one of the hardest things to encounter because um, yeah, yeah. you're completely re- ripping up what you're doing and, mm. and, and starting over again. I remember Carlisle, that's a famous one a few years ago, up at Carlisle, up at Brunson Park. I can't remember, Ashley Harris was certainly on the school sheet, but there was at least Three or four goals within the last two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Completely turned around. Then I looked. I got back. Looked at the sports mail. Picked it up, and um, it's kind of like going through. And it's like all the boring action in the first mm. half. Enough. It was going on. There's lots of detail there. And then, and then by the end of it, it was literally just kind of Harris, <laughs> Connor Clifford. It was just like listing their name. There was no yeah. space for any more copies. <laughs> it was all in the last two paragraphs. Um, which is yeah. It's it's one of the. Uh, you know, it's what you get into journalism for and it's yeah. exciting and uh, yeah but 
Yeah, perhaps we have a, a little less late drama this weekend, and that would be appreciated. <laughs> yeah, let's hope for more Joey Barton drama rather than late yeah. goal drama. I'm sure we'll yeah, sure we get that. If there's a uh, touchline ban as well, or a press box situation. <laughs> With a security guard that follows him around. <laughs> yeah. Did you see up at, was it, it was one of the recent visits, but um, Guy, Guy Whittenham was doing the post-match coverage um, when uh, Joey was going up into the press box to do his, his interviews, and... Uh, and the, the security guard's there, and Guy's just talking, but he's getting a bit excited and debating you know, the post-match analysis. And then the kind of uh, security guard's going over to Guy Whittam, giving him daggers. He's <laughs> not a big meathead bloke, and uh, he's kind of staring at the guy, and Guy didn't know what he done. <laughs> <laughs> he was jumped on by Joey Barnes' henchman. <laughs> as a, as a portion of news journalist, and what we gather is Pompey readers do like a bit of Joey Barton in the paper, um, you like the hits anyway, does, don't you? Does That's it ever sure. make you think I might stay away from him next time you you, you cover you, Pompey you Fleetwood? You can't imagine a score from Pat, you're thinking... <laughs> Yeah, that's the old, that's the old thing. Really. Just uh... <laughs> it would all be clocked with Joe Barton and brought out for the next time. He, anytime he, he, you know, you see stories. Um, there was a famous one, and again, Justin Edinburgh at Newport was one. I got a face Justin's eye when he used one of oh, my yes. uh, pretty much Pompey talks. Actually, so he must be careful um, to to uh, motivate his players and come out and stared me out and uh, and gave me a mouthful and said that I'd lost the game for Pompey. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we avoid such <laughs> such a repeat. Uh, but it's not even an opposition manager. Steve Wilson, remember, at West Ham, got an absolute earful from Steve, Steve Carroll, didn't they? <laughs> were, you, were you there? I wasn't there that day. No, no, Steve was, was uh, in the role that I would have been otherwise. But yeah, <laughs> similar sort of thing that he, he lost yeah. in the game. And, yeah. uh, it pops up from time to time. And it's the, uh, yeah, the, in the trials and tribulations of any, any sports journalist, I'm sure there's many, many other stories with mm-hmm. people with similar anecdotes. Indeed. Well, just going back to Tuesday night then, well, Kenny Jenny's starting lineup. you touched on it there in the opening segment. Um, were you surprised he went so strong against Exeter? I wasn't, I wasn't, because you think back to that Berry game last season, the semi-final, he went full strength. Um, I mean, the only th- the flip side to that <coughs> is Jackets in the competition this season probably went a little bit stronger, hasn't he, than he, he did in the early yeah. round last yeah, season yeah. when he had the likes of... Better options probably as well. Though. Yeah, that's true as well. But you, you can see why. I mean, when you won't win away from Wembley, why not go for yeah. it? I think, I think if he didn't go full strength, I'd have been a bit disappointed because everyone wants to go back to Wembley. And as you were losing too early in the office, you don't know when you're going to go back when again, the last, do you? So the last, yeah. you want to get there as many times to Wembley as well. Was it, really. was it fair to suggest that ticket sales might have influenced his decision? He felt he had to put out a strong team for the crowd that was actually there. I doubt it much influences Kenny Jacket externally. It'd be mm. purely what he wanted. <laughs> um, purely and simply, he, he would probably, I, I think that Kenny, you know, it's a Wembley trip, he'd want a legacy and uh, for, for the club and him personally. And mm. so that, that, that was why he probably fought one game away. I was surprised how strong, mm. um, because I thought Pompey could have gone strong by playing Lee Brown, Brandon Houndstrap, mm-hmm. uh, players like that. You've got the, with the Harness Williams you know, issue. Everyone was believing, perhaps, and Kenny playing along to it as well, that Ronan Curtis might well need a break because yeah. when else is it going to come? He's heading towards 100, 100 games. And uh, yeah, and he went for the McCory one in the end and Bolton, but there were, there were changes all over the pitch where Pompey could have changed and still gone strong. And I thought Pompey looked leggy, actually, yeah. uh, for, for long periods of that game. Um, it kind of <laughs> Luckily, it's been forgotten now because mm. of the way it, it panned out in that, that drama. And it must... Yeah. Be really one of the most exciting finales in in, in sort of actually in my lifetime yeah. in terms of late dramas. Um, I'm not sure, I'm not necessarily put it right at the top, but that was there was some like some mm-hmm. sort of late turnaround going on there, and 
Yeah, I was on the digital shift at, at home. You and I, Yeah, and I can reveal that my three-year-old son was woken up twice <laughs> <laughs> by my reaction to the goals. So it probably shows that, you know, for all the much maligned uh, yeah. EFL trophy, mm. my reaction, I was jumping up and down with the goals. So you can read into that what you like. Yeah. You want to win the game. Yeah, exactly. 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 I, I, I got a bit, a bit of creep the other day because I said Pompey need to lose to Arsenal because of what Mark Catlin's saying here, the fixture congestion. Mm. Um, but when, when, around, when, I was, when, when I'm in the press box, you know, on, on that Monday night, I'm not going to be like, oh, damn, Pompey scored. <laughs> I'm going to want Pompey to win, of course I am. But yeah. um, it was just a logistical thing and, and that and that be the case. And also, as you say, a Wembley trip and, and you know, as I say, I've got a, I've got a young young son and you want, you want them to be going along on the yeah, day. And, yeah. and, you know, he's old enough to perhaps remember it now and it, there'll be memories for the, you know, a lot of other Pompey folk as well and their young families. Yeah. Well, um, going back to the, the, the lineup, well, again, was it a surprise given that the fixture congestion, as Jordi has now touched on, Pompey have over the next couple of weeks? Of course it was, yeah, because <clears throat> you only have is to there, Is there a risk of burnout? Is there a risk of Pompey suddenly getting too tired and not being able to compete as they would hope to be? I think Jack has got a heat what happened last season, hasn't he? And he lost mm-hmm. the playoffs, and it looked like Pompey were on the last legs in the, those two mm-hmm. games. The one at Fratton Park at Sunderland, I think they could take it up two or three chances at a maximum they just looked dead on the feet to be honest with mm-hmm. you and so he didn't start low or, or Curtis did he which, which underlines just how, yeah. how exhausted them, them two must have been yeah. I think Jacket will play carefully I mean we spoke to him earlier today and the impression is he, he'll judge every situation by as it comes he pinpointed four players who he's keeping an eye on that's Burgess, Naylor, Curtis and uh, I'm trying to think of the other one now Curtis, Naylor, Burgess one offer it'll come to me in a minute. But <laughs> he, it's like we'll go with three. Like close to he's keeping an eye on those and those four in particular just because of the amount of games yeah. played. So he's, well, close he's, has got forty games already on those so well. He's, yeah. I think he said they both I think well, thirty odd starts, close got thirty three start, thirty four mm-hmm. starts, something like that. So Jack is definitely keeping abreast of the situation. He's gonna talk yeah. to the players and ask them, Do yeah. they need to break? Naturally every player says no, I want to play. What but are they going to say? That, that, that's the thing, isn't I it? I think they're good to the team. They've got to have that trust as well. If they yeah. want to go up, I mean, Ron Curtis said the, the, the break he had early in the season benefited in the long term. And he's glad he had that, I think. Yeah. Obviously, he wants to play every game and every Pompey fan wants to see him play every game. But I thought he was a yard short like uh, for, you know, he, you know, his quality was there, the delivery mm. was there. But I thought yeah. when I watched him, he, he looked a yard slower than you normally did. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's going to happen. It's about that trust, isn't it? Players... Yeah. They can't be selfish. You think I want to be playing? If they're yeah. playing, say it's MK Dons or Rochdale, not the most high-profile games, then maybe they should be going to Jack and say, "Listen, Gaffer, I'm feeling a bit leggy." Or yeah, yeah. Jack has said sometimes you have things going on in your, in your personal life which can affect it as well. So hmm. if they say I've got X, Y, Z yeah. going on, then then they need to they need to tell the manager that. There would be an argument though, Jordy, that winning games gives you that their left gives you that momentum yeah. and yeah. it's easier if you're losing games then of course the, yeah. the, when the games come thick and fast then you don't necessarily I said that exactly uh, to Kenny last week I said there's nothing there's nothing like winning games for fatigue and, and he said well that's what they say and, and it is but yeah. I think he's got to uh, be analytical enough it's all it's all right up Kenny Street he will know the details he'll know the games he's got his, <coughs> eye, his eyes you know he's watching the players at close quarters and he, mm. he he, he would be able to see and, it, and when you watch the games back as Kenny said last week 
um, from, this, from the start of the season to the end of the season, you can tell, you can pick out which game when you're watching two, and if you didn't know the details of the game, you would work out which one was the start of the season and which one was the end, yeah. by just by the, by the pace at which the game's being played. So he, his eyes will tell him which players are probably perhaps looking mm-hmm. a little bit leggy. And when, when, you know, he's, but he's got to get it right. He's got to get it right when, when to come out of the team. And Kenny's not one to change it too much. Um, he's, the, you know, he's the polar opposite of a tinker yeah. man, in fact, isn't he? But there will, there will be times. But all the time the winds are coming, you roll on. But um, there's some tricky games on the road. And what we, what we should pick up on it as well, through this fixture congestion... Starting from last weekend, it's eight out of ten games at home. Mm-hmm. Six left now. Yeah, yeah. So from last week, so that's significant because you're not, you, you know, you haven't got the travelling to go with it mm. as well. Um, the players will be full tired on Sunday when well, they're flying actually, but if they were doing long miles on the road as well, um, then that starts to really become a factor, and you'll start getting fatigue and, and perhaps start picking up muscle injuries as well. So um, I wouldn't discount the fact that okay, the games are picking coming thick and fast and there will perhaps be a, a, a major issue if they get past Arsenal but the home games you know, the 8 out of 10 home games in that period it, it is quite significant mm, yeah it's, it's fair to say well back at what date was it I think maybe October 12th or something got there when they got beat AFC Wimbledon 19th I think was it was, it, yeah, was it? Yeah, the Lincoln who, who would have thought Pompey would be in this such a strong position silverware on three fronts still on offer that's it, and I mean, I remember we were down there on press day, and Joe Gallen says all the all the wrong people are panicking, and the, the people who should be panicking aren't, and that's quite literally what's happened. The yeah. old belief it, it would turn around, um, just surely but surely. I mean, Jack has alluded to things like players being selfish in the early part of the season. I think he's alluded to the likes yeah. of <clears throat> players going out and sort of touching on sort of Jamal Lowe's situation didn't help the start of the campaign, but once things settled down and mm-hmm. players found out the roles and figured out just what was required from from them, then slowly but surely things started to turn. As you say, yeah. the turnaround's been, been superb. I think Neil Allen wrote this this season's got got all the hallmarks to be a really memorable yeah. one. And as you say, October nineteenth when you're driving back down the A3, you thought this is <laughs> this is gonna be another I don't think the conversations uh, went quite like that. No, I don't that. think so. <laughs> this is gonna be an, I mean after you you know you, not long after we want Jack out at Wickham then similar sort of responses that were uncomfortable uncomfortable to watch as well by yeah. Yeah. behind yeah. the ball. Yeah. You, you thought this going to be a long hard season but fair play to Jack fair play to, to Mark Hatt and the yeah. Arsenal's for sticking with him as well because yeah. undoubtedly Jack has turned it around yeah. and, you know still within a shout of winning the title definitely yeah. Yeah. so much so Jory that Sean Raggett has now been tipped for an England call up there <laughs> <laughs> what a turnaround <laughs> what a turnaround indeed <laughs> yeah you so want to comment on that <laughs> oh, I was just trying to think what, what the names are Raggettino and <laughs> Sergio Aguero yeah, Raggett yeah. Yeah. yeah Raggett for England and, and quite I mean, but he, he epitomises what what Will said there. In fact, that you know the players that needed to settle in, he he was having a lot of injuries about that, and um, at, at early on in the season about that time, similar James Bolton for number one falls into mm-hmm. that category that they needed the time to settle in and build the, the momentum which which they have done and um, imperious, isn't it? it I mean, there's a there's a uh, clip from last weekend with the drag back, isn't there? I don't know if you've seen the short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about going viral. Yeah. Uh, that's been picked up once or twice where he, he drops even more viral than the one that he ran into the post <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> will the real Sean Maggot stand up Sean Maggot charges into a post in the corner 
all the, uh, the silky skills where he dragged back and t- t- put two players on their backside and then dropped a shoulder on another. So it was fantastic. Yeah, unsurprisingly, Sean was happy to share that on social media. Yeah, 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 good for him. But fantastic turnaround. I'm really, really pleased for for the lad. He's, he's a he's a, you, when when Kenny Jacket talks about players being you know, perhaps a little bit selfish, he epitomises the turnaround. Low maintenance team player, not not about him at all. Mm-hmm. Just goes about his business. Doesn't ask for a pat on the back. And um, yeah, it, it, it's really pleasing to see that he's he, he's becoming this cult figure now. Yeah. And then, yeah. And uh, five out of six clean sheets as well, and he, he he's been a, a big 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 part of this this form as you say since Lincoln was the game after after AFC Wimbledon. Pompey have gone at two over two points a game since yeah. then in the league until until as we stand at the moment. Oh, that is that's not promotion, that's title winning form. Mm. So um, where we go with that, they need to, frank, frankly they need to keep it up now because of where the, where it, because of the poor start, and it's going to be total winning form for two-thirds of the season if they are to get that top yeah. two because they're going to need 80, 82, 83 points, I think, even with two fewer games this season. So, well, interesting times. can they keep it up? I think there's going to be blips, isn't there? I mean, it all boils down to, to the tough fixtures they've got on the road. I think they've still got, obviously, Fleetwoods, a lot of Peterborough, so a lot of also Rotherham, still yeah, a lot of switch. switch. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Obviously, the away form was a black mark at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, Woeful on the road. I mean, and even up to MK Dons, or even you know, that wasn't the best performance. Atkinson the t- as well, Atkinson. wasn't it? Atkinson. 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 Yeah. They've turned it around on the roads, haven't they? And they're looking, they are looking better. <clears throat> um, obviously, the last season, the the, 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 the roads Warriors weren't they? Forty five point six better off than other sides. But I think Pompey's promotion hopes come down to those fixtures on the roads. I mean, Kenny Jacko was interesting. What he what he did say today, uh, he said that. Um, those games, if you got if you're playing a home against lower sides and you're the favourites, so different challenges, different pressures on you, which he is right in the way as well. Yeah, avoid defeat in those games. Yeah, that's key. Like just even picking up the odd draw, they need to they need, they need to avoid defeat in those in those big games and then and then keep going and and, and not I know it's pretty obvious really, but you know I think their home form will, will carry them um, and through and through, but that's going to be a. You know, Rotherham's going to be massive. I've yeah, got it. Yeah. I mean, if you see where it kind of it's looming up at towards the end there, and I can I can see those that that that, that yeah, one. Yeah, Michael Smith scoring a hat trick. Oh, and Pompey's hopes. Yeah, you can you can just picture it, couldn't <laughs> you? Yeah. yeah. Um, talking about strikers, well, Michael Smith, nice wee link in the dust here one <laughs> and congestion. <laughs> um, you spoke to Kenny Jaggett Thursday about Brett Pittman. Mm. Is there any sign that Kenny's at least thinking? <laughs> I've got all these games. Brett Pittman! I need Brett Pittman back. The Brett Pittman The answer from Jack that was obviously with Palace and Alton and Cannon as well. well, well both Allison, of them both for, should be fit for Saturday. For me, the way Harrison was limping around, I think it's going to be tough for him. Yeah. Uh, as for Cannon, touch and go. I, I think I think he is hopeful, but we'll see if those two, if those two are out. Jack has said it's viable. He'll be recalled. <laughs> Not for this game. When he says viable, I think he'd have to have a few bodies in the treatment yeah. room for Pittman to be recalled. Uh, Jack was due to speak to him either today or tomorrow. What was, it, what was the line he said? Oh, I need to give him a call. I need to give him a call, yeah. So obviously, <laughs> three weeks later, he's sitting in uh, by the but, phone. <laughs> I mean, in fairness to Jack, though, it, it shows that even though he has frozen Pittman out and it's not part of his plans, he's still keeping abreast of things at least. And I know, I know that it can 
be a little bit fiery between those two at times and a little bit. But little even bit with that, would you say he'd have a moment's hesitation, in your opinion, that it would if it was needed? Absolutely. Even not, if there no, was no. disagreement, he would bring it. Do you think he'd bring, he'd bring it back? I don't heart? think. I don't think Pittman would say no. I'm not stuffy or whatever. Obviously. If it, now compare that with Paul Cook, for example. Yeah. <laughs> who, when one lonely, I'll, I'll keep him nameless, but he wouldn't do um, the, the song when 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 arriving. <laughs> What, what's, the, what's the phrase for it? The kind of song they stand up. Initiation. Initiation song. Thank you very much. But then he refused to do it. That was the end of him. He doesn't want to do a singing song. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> that was like, if you're not capable of getting up, that's it. And he played the guy who played more, no more than a few minutes in his Pompey career. And that, that was gone. That was it. And there no once once Cookie's made his mind up about someone or something, mm-hmm. that's it. There's no there's no change around. And yeah, heaven forbid if you cross his path and make make an enemy of him, because it would be personal when he wouldn't pick you. But Kenny, yeah. pragmatist, mm-hmm. you you know you could be doing all sorts to his family and, it, and his wife, and and then careful, careful, and yeah, and he wouldn't have a moment's hesitation in in bringing you back if he thought it was for the best of the, the, yeah. the team. Yeah, let's move on that quickly. Can't be twisted to say that happens a lot with a lot of players, doesn't it? That's a that's a reason for a lot of factors behind people frozen out. I don't think it is, is it? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> move on, move on. Let's talk some, something positive. All that money, Pompey are raking in with their SFA cup yes. on. And Come on, Jordy, you've you've been getting the calculator out. One point five million of from the wow. cup runs. Yeah, I mean, we were kind of the common consensus on it was they were breaking through the, the you know. With, with the getting to the final, they get through the million pound barrier, and I think it was kind of like we worked about seven hundred grand in in terms of if cut maybe FA Cup fees or no in, in terms of like cut money. Um, so I went through the process of talking to our friends at the football league and and the, and the FA, and they came back with the exact figures. And from the FA Cup alone, for example, they've done they've made over a million this year in, in revenues because. I guess additional money's from selling games abroad, and, and, and I know stuff's shown on streams nowadays as well so there's there's all that to factor in so uh, a massive 1.5 million in terms of, of, of prize money tv money and um that makes a big difference that's going to mm. make only one well, mark catlin smiling on yes. the back of the today's news <laughs> 1.5 million <laughs> <laughs> the man of no who knows he's going to Wembley a smaller of a man there yeah is that definitely yeah are you looking forward to Wembley well i am yeah is it, is it going to be different this time around Undoubtedly, yeah. I mean, it had that feel of two heavyweights going at it in, in what was effective. It felt like a playoff final, yeah. and it going up there, the, the, yeah. the sale, t- the ticket sales. It was competing against one another. We all, you're selling out, we're going to make sure we're selling out, we're not letting you sell yeah. more tickets in us, basically. This time around, I mean, as, as Georgie said, you should, I think people should be enthused because you don't know when you're going to go again. Mm-hmm. And it was a great deal, but it's, it's be playing Salford, you know, it's just. Sky will be loving it one day, class of ninety two, and yeah. this is an, an you know another mm. another great moment for a Belgian football club who've rolled through the ranks, albeit while Pompey were in the uh, <laughs> FA Cup yeah. in two thousand eight, they were playing Sunday League football. Yeah, they'll be making those comparisons. Exactly, yeah, all sorts like. But for me, you know, self as how many went to the playoff, the conference playoff final, eight thousand, eight thousand so. against Fylde, which you know, that figure kind of it does disappoint you because. Mm. I just felt maybe rightly or wrongly that if Newport got to the final, they maybe bring 10, 15,000, yeah. maybe 20,000, make it a bit more of an atmosphere. If Pompey do take 40,000 and there's, you know, yeah. two, fa- all yeah, these red four, seats four, out there. Fa- okay. 4,000, it, it will be an odd occasion. A well it will be a strange occasion, that's for sure. But, you know, 
let's let's have this right by the way they are only one division separated between them on the pitch mm. at the moment and um, they will give Pompey you know they've got a good manager there in Alexander some names that people will know mm. in in the likes of Darren Gibson and who else you say Glenn Whelan's there Glenn Whelan well. no yeah. no no Glenn Whelan's at, at Fleetwood oh sorry my bad Matralist Andrade uh, yeah, Bruno Andrade is there as well Jack Baldwin who um, was at Sunderland who's the lad from Fleetwood as well isn't it? there's another lad there so from Fleetwood who's, who's on loan as well I forget his name now but He's a bit of a mercurial talent, I think, as that's, well. That's really handy, that, when you don't know his name. Yeah. <laughs> that's a sign that we're running out of content there. Um, okay, let's wrap it up at that point, then. Um, before we do, though, uh, just going back to the Fleetwood game, Well, what's your prediction? Tough game. Uh, Fleetwood's missing Ches Evans, aren't they? It was a good game, actually, at the FA yeah. game. Madden missed a couple of sitters. And Didn't then they? I've got to think Madden's got a score this weekend. Yeah. Because of that. And scored 19 goals yeah, this season. They're in form as well, aren't they? Dean Peterborough. It's going to be tough. It really is. It is going to be tough. I mean, you'd take a, a scrappy 1 0 win all day, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, I'd take a scrappy 0 0 draw. Yeah, one, 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 I think it'd be goals in there probably. I, I do fancy though. I, I do fancy Pompey in every yeah. game to be honest with you. So I'll, I'll go for a one 0 win, Pompey. You going for a draw, Jordy? Yeah, I'll yeah, take that. I'll be happy more than happy with a scoring draw, one one. One one, happy days then. Good stuff. Well, thank you for your thoughts again, thank you. and thank you for listening, and thank you for watching. We'll <laughs> see you, hear from you all again soon. Goodbye.